Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. No hype, no BS, no censorship. Just real-life online marketing tactics. And now your hosts, Gail Breton and Mark Webster. Welcome to day five of the daily, yes, daily Authority Hacker Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the secret to scaling link building. It's not really a secret. We've been talking about it for years, actually. Cross-niching is what it is. By the way, if you like this format, if you've enjoyed it this week, please go to our YouTube channel. Find the video, find this one, leave us a comment. Tell us, do you like this? Do you want us to do this kind of format, this daily Monday to Friday show more frequently? Because next week we're going back to our usual style, I think. Depends how this goes. And so like, if you like this, we'll do, do more of it, but you got to tell us. Otherwise, we're just shooting blind here. So without any more fluffy intros, we're going to get into the meat and bones of this, which is cross-niching. So cross-niching is when you pick another niche and you find a way to connect it to your own niche uh, for link building purposes. So if I am in a specific niche, uh, I may think, oh, I've actually reached out to every paintball site there is. Uh, there's no one else I can reach out to. They've all said yes or no, so I can't do any more link building, right? Well, no, because you can go much further. You can go to, to other niches beyond that. Uh, and you can establish a way of bridging their topic to your topic. And we're gonna, I'm going to go through a bunch of examples in just a sec, so don't worry. This can be done almost any niche in the world to almost any other niche in the world. Uh, you just have to be creative enough and you just have to try. It also works with, it really works well with guest posting. It also works with skyscraper. It also works with like organic link building content. So if you're just building info content for the with the idea of, a, of attracting links, you can start attracting links from other niches. It works really well with expert roundups as well. If you're doing kind of like the link bait, any, any link bait ideas. And honestly, just about any other link building tactic, this will work. So I have a couple examples. Uh, I do have a paintball example, but I'll get to that later. The first one is a ski travel website. And I picked this one because travel, we're in the middle of coronavirus, not very hot right now. It's also very difficult to build links in the travel space because every travel blogger uh, will charge you a fortune for it. Uh, if you don't pay for links, you're probably not doing many much link building in the, in the travel niche space anyway. But it's also quite a small subset of that skiing, so ski travel. So I'm going to go through a bunch of other niches and I'm going to tell you how to bridge the gap between ski travel and that niche. So the first one is pets. Uh, so we can outreach to pet sites, get a guest post, and uh, we can write about how to bring, or can you bring your dog on a ski trip? Does the does the ski place have doggy daycare? Like, how does that work? Do ski chalets allow, allow you to bring your dog? Can dogs go on the snow? Useful information if, uh, if you have a dog and you like skiing. Next one is photography. So how do you take good photos while you're skiing? There's a lot of fast movement if someone's skiing downhill. Uh, there's also, also a lot of light coming off the snow. So there's different kind of factors to consider there. Next one is fitness. For anyone who's been on like a, a one or two week ski vacation, uh, it's quite physically tough like the first time you do it if you're not in particularly good shape. So there's a lot of things you can do to kind of like prepare for that. Perhaps you outreach to some fitness sites and, and talk about some training programs you can do for, for something like that at home or maybe afterwards to, to recover. You can outreach to parenting sites with a topic, guest post topic of can you bring your kids on a ski, ski vacation? How to get your kids into skiing? How old should my kids be when they come skiing with me? How does ski school work? Uh, you can go into the tech space as well and maybe talk about like gear to listen to music while you're skiing because if you just have normal earphones, they'll, 
they'll blow away. So maybe you need some over-ear ones or maybe ones that keep your ears warm as well. Or gloves that let you use the touchscreen on your, on your phone because that ain't happening in a regular ski glove. If you're going on a European ski trip, uh, maybe you can reach out to sites talking about fine wines and do some kind of guest post or piece of content where you talk about like good wines to try while you're skiing in the French Alps, say, uh, good French wines. If you're you could outreach to a site which reviews bags and talk about luggage for ski trips. Uh, you could outreach to a beauty site and talk about how to keep your skin dry because at altitude in ski resorts, people get like their lips get kind of really dry. Their skin also gets really dry because there's not much moisture in the air. It tends to be far away from the ocean. So you can write content about that. Fashion as well, you know, fashionable ski clothing that doesn't look like it's from the, the 1980s. Whatever niche you pick, you can, not always, but 90% of the time, 90 plus percent of the time, you can find a way to connect the two and you can create many more prospects, many more opportunities. And just for the sake of things, because we love paintball on this channel, I'm going to go through some paintball ideas as well. So photography and paintball, like how to do that safely, how to catch like, you know, the speed and not mess up the game while you're trying to take photos. Fitness, it could be breathing exercises to help you stay calm so your mask doesn't fog up, which is a problem that most beginners face in paintball. Could be travel, like places to go for a, a paintball vacation. That That is a thing. Or how to travel with your paintball marker on a plane. You know, you, you obviously can't take that hand luggage. Can you check it in? What do you need to do with the airline? That kind of thing. Here's a crazy one. Dating. Uh, online date. Not online. It's kind of like not an online thing. But you could talk about a list of unusual Social first... Social distancing dates, you know. Unusual <laughs> first dates. Paintball. <laughs> Cooking. So best food to give you energy for for paintball. Maybe that one's a bit of a stretch. I don't know. Uh, par parenting. Uh, again, how old can parents be? How old can, should kids be when they, they learn paintball? My point with all of this is just to open your guy's mind a little bit more. So you're not just focused on your initial niche and you're thinking of all the other possibilities out there for how you can generate link building opportunities. Uh, it's a big mental shift. As I said, there's almost always a way to connect one each to the other. You just have to ask yourself, how can I do it? And that's that's all I have to say. Yeah, do you think cross-niche links are as good as links from your niche? No, not quite as good, but still very, very good. They uh, help you build your overall domain authority really, really well. Of course, the more relevant a link is, the better. But they're, you know, it's still a very, very core part, I think, of, of link building. And uh, yeah. it moves the needle significantly. Can you overdo it? Like, do you think you can overdo this? Potentially. Like, if all your link building is that? No, I don't. I don't think you can overdo that. Because it's all relevant content, right? Yeah, I know. But, like, you know, if you want to really be seen as an authority by Google in your niche, you kind of need to hit I mean, all the, the sites in your niche. The you know? only, okay, but I'm not saying do this instead of that. I'm saying yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. do this in, in, in addition to that. But you, you know what's going to happen you may when get, we you show may, that, you know? You know, you may get to a point where people are you know, they have 5% of their links from sites in which have anything to do with their, their own niche and then 95% from, from other sites from, from doing this, this kind of stuff so often. Of course, that's not going to be effective as having 100% of your links on topic, but you're probably going to max out your niche at some point in terms of the number of links you can, or number of people you can outreach to, unless you're in like health or something like that, which is, seems to be unlimited number of health bloggers out there. But even then, you know, like when, when we were working on that health site a lot, it was like, you know, capping out a bit 
in some spaces. So we'd like go branch over to like psychology and uh, all these other like home office kind of stuff and uh, which were sort of tangential to it. Yeah, I still think, yeah, you, you can't overdo these. People will overdo these. I think it's like, it could be like half your link building or something. It could be a large section of it. Oh, but, easily, 70%, no problem. Yeah. But it's like, I still would want some real relevant links. I think it's like once you've established a bed of relevant links, then you can go all in almost. But I would try to get some in my niche as well. And it's, um, I think that, that, that like, um, for a new site, et cetera, you get a much more bigger boost if you got from your niche. But you got to understand the problem what's is as well, as well. With the, the problem is as well with a new site, like if you're not very good at outreach, say it is your first yeah, site. Yeah, it's hard. It's you know, and you're in a small niche that like charges money and is like, you know, yeah. very strict about who they link to or whatever. Like it's hard to get in, uh, yep. like on topic, on niche links from those sites. So you sometimes have to start broader and then later come back to to on. So I guess there's a question, right? Would you rather twenty cross niche links or five niche relevant links? Let's say it's four times oh, harder. Yeah. To yeah, good question. <laughs> Probably something close to that would be about the equilibrium, like one, one to four, maybe is yeah, the, the like ratio. That, right? But again, it really depends. If one of those off-topic things is, you know, like psychology inside, yeah. today. I think that's a magazine. It's probably very high DR. Then for sure, I'd want that one versus a DR fifty, yeah. DR twenty paintball. You know, I think Charles found that as well. Like he found that like these really big generic sites with really really high DR tend to massively boost your rankings when you get links from them. So it kind of makes sense. But if you're comparing apples to apples, like five DR fifty paintball sites versus twenty DR fifty links in uh, all the other categories, I still think I would choose the probably the the five paintball sites if they're if they're exactly the same. You know, I know that's never going to be exact, but I would probably choose that. It, would I go for you know one to six, one to seven ratio like that, and then things you know start go, going the other go way. for two paintball links and uh, and ten uh, cross niche links. Yeah, probably. Like you know what I mean? Like for the same level of resources, yeah. basically. Which is exactly what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap it up here. That is cross niching, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we are on YouTube and drop us a comment below. This is the last podcast of this series. Next week, we might go back to normal uh, format or not. If this explodes, then sure, we'll do more of this. Yeah, so please, guys, like I know everyone says, oh, leave us a comment, leave us a comment. But like, really, you have to yeah. go on the on the YouTube channel. Put in a comment, tell us if you like it or not, because we don't know. It's just me and Gail speaking to a, a camera. We're just you, we can't, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. <laughs> so yeah, drop us a comment and tell us if you're on this format or if you're on the old format back. Drop us a like and a subscribe while you're there. You know, it just costs two extra clicks and it kind of helps us. Uh, you can find us on the audio platforms as well. We wish you a good weekend. We'll see you next week on Monday at least, or maybe every day. Depends on you. Have a good day. Bye.